0: Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together.
1: What's up, everybody? Amir Ryder here for the Transform Sales Podcast. We have a new series, the series called the Sales Training Platform Series, and I have our first guest, Brad Rosen, President of Sales Assembly. What's up, man? How are you? Hey,
0: great. How are you doing? Thanks for having me.
1: Dude, I'm happy to have you. Can't complain. Love the new series. So many amazing uh, sales training platforms out there. It'd be great to help people find the best of the best. I think I've uh, I think I've been connected with you on LinkedIn for maybe two years, and I think we just spoke recently. But I appreciate you jumping on quickly. Um, you're you're in Chicago now.
0: Yes, in Chicago.
1: June first. Right great
0: weather, so can't complain.
1: That's why you're happy.
0: That's right. No, it really is true. When you can get out, get a little sunshine. I know you have that quite often, but a little sunshine, a little warmth, uh, maybe take a a meeting on the walk, you know, on the go. That's that's the way to do it.
1: I know. I I, I like Chicago. I, I like the people of Chicago. I love the directness, but I do not like the cold. Um, But that's that would be for a different podcast. The the travel. You're episode. in the wrong
0: city if you don't like the cold. Yeah, for half, yeah. The, year, half the year.
1: It just ma- it makes you stronger, right? And then, and then and then you and then you build a sales training platform. Well, so no, tell everybody you just
0: tell yourself that it makes you such stronger. It doesn't actually do that. It's true. <laughs> well, game, you know. <laughs>
1: I think things are going to change and I think people are going to start. I'm like, you could see Miami and all these places, what's happening. Everyone's finally figuring yeah. out that the old city model of driving into the city to work is, is now gone. And that's a whole different story. Tell everybody here who's listening about uh, sales assembly, you know, who are you guys um, and what do you guys do? Well, give me, give me the high level and, and maybe quickly, you know, how you, how you started the company would be awesome to hear. Yeah. Uh,
0: modern skill development for go-to-market teams. Uh, company was started, six years ago from our founders, Jeff and Matt, and they were doing kind of in-person networking events in Chicago for B2B SaaS teams. Um, I had been going to some of their events uh, when I was running uh, different um, different organizations over at G2, and uh, then kind of COVID hit, and the options were like close up shop because they're in-person events, or like everybody else, like adapt and change. And so we changed the whole platform, and that's when I joined, um, was figuring out how do we scale this platform so that... It's not in person, it can be to anybody anywhere at any time. And so 250 live events a year where we bring together a community of folks from 200 plus different B2B SaaS companies to help share their ideas and get knowledge uh, training from experts within the, the B2B space. And so we actually have a fundamental belief that like it's actually very challenging to give foundational skill development to your team. Typically, you focus on two things. You focus on your product and like how to sell your product and the features. And then you have like a sales methodology that you're really focused on and trying to go to market. But what you neglect is that not everybody's starting from the same place and has the foundational skills necessary to be successful, Mm -hmm. especially in this day and age when you need everybody to be really efficient and effective at their roles. Uh, You probably don't have the resources or maybe even the ability to train people the right way to ensure that they're effective in what they're doing.
1: Yeah. So I was going to, my next question was going to be what problem did you fix? But I think, I think you answered that. So essentially what, what sales assembly is looking to do is to kind of really give an organization the ability to tap into that fundamental base training that most people come in with at different points in their career. Right. And and everyone's focusing on the product and the methodology, but giving people just really that core base so that everybody's on like a, an equal playing ground, right. When, when it comes to like what they know from, from a core and then, and then the other pain point is just that for an organization to build that function in internally to hire a trainer, right? Maybe it made sense when you're 100, 200 sales pl- reps, plus not anymore because everybody's not in the same office anyways, and we're all remote. So That's right. <laughs> also also a, a faster, cheaper, more efficient way for for buy, uh, companies to access fundamental sales training. That's right. Uh, with-
0: and when you think about the way that it goes is even if you had a, a wonderful sales trainer, um, could they create enough content for everybody for the whole year. And then maybe they're really good at sales. They have a great background in that. Maybe they could stretch to business development, you know, a lot of the same principles, but would they have the full understanding of like what CS does and a full understanding about revenue operations, and marketing, all the go-to-market roles? Um, and do they know enterprise sales versus transactional, more SMB sales? So fundamentally, like, do they know that? And then also if they know all of that, are they trained in, learning and multimodality and how people actually learn and retain information that's also very challenging so you couple all of that and then you also say hey we really love this training but we want to hear a different voice like after time the same voice over and over becomes somewhat repetitive and so at some point you want to hear outside voices and different perspectives and so that's the other part of it is bringing in industry leaders may have the vp of sales from LinkedIn and then the head of you know CS from G2 and then the head of revenue operations from Sprout Social. And all those folks are speaking at all different times to provide different viewpoints and different experiences uh, to your team to help them grow.
1: Yeah, and like look, that kind of works too, like in like personal training where like you, you can work out with your buddies, but like when you hire a personal trainer, who like he's just telling you what to do and you, you, and you see him as that authority, you, you tend to learn better. So I, and it's like tennis lessons, right? Like it's like right. you, you learn whenever you're learning with your team, it just feels different when it's a, an authority that just focuses on it. Right. And that's kind of like, that's, right. that's how I feel too. Um, and then would you, would you say that you're also tackling the problem of just like the, the speed at which some things are changing in the industry where like if you're a company and you're having your own sales training platform or LMS, the changes are happening so fast now that like even keeping it in-house doesn't make any sense. Like I, I'd imagine that even yeah. being called sales assembly and being hyper-focused on what you guys do that you're, you you probably are still playing the catch-up game of staying up to date, right? I can imagine if you're a company that it, it could be nearly impossible. Is that something else that, that you guys... Have value in, like, just it really is. And
0: when you think about, like, how do you even create content? Hey, we want to spin up this training on AI, AI is so hot right now. Like, what do we do? How do we make sure that we have good training on it? Well, first, you'd have to find an authority and understanding a baseline of like what we want to train on. You would then have to build up the content, which could take five, 10, 20 hours, let's say, if you want to do it the right way, and then find time for like everybody to go to this training and then reinforce that training. Yep. Um, where we have the ability to then just spin up an event. We have an AI event coming up you know, next month because we are able to find somebody within the network that has that knowledge that can help explain those things pretty quickly. Um, and you can do that across all topics. So when COVID hits, all right, let's talk about selling remotely. Let's talk about how the buyers are buying differently. Now we're talking about things like a, a longer sales cycle and how to create urgency, how to drive you know, leads in a tough environment when people aren't buying. And so you can continue, like you said, to adapt the different uh, talking points and the lessons learned pretty quickly because we can tap into different experts throughout the network. And that's that crowdsourced idea, right? Is that if you have one person it's much harder, as you mentioned, personal trainer, you could expand that even to a a Peloton, right? Like uh, in the morning, I like to listen, you know, ride with one person in the evening, maybe I have a different feeling, I ride with another person and they give you different motivations, different feelings. And that's how you push yourself forward, as opposed to the same person all the time with the same class. That's more challenging.
1: I like I like that analogy because I, I I use Peloton. Transparently, I canceled <laughs> the service and decided to just watch Lex Fridman podcasts while I was by Yeah, <laughs> that to be I didn't need the I didn't need the motivation from the people, but that's just obviously hyper specific. But this all this all makes sense to me, right? Let's talk about the. Your ideal buyer, right? And I know you're in Chicago. I know that you, you know, you, you focus on, on on potentially SaaS, but love to love to know: is there a specific buyer that you help? Uh, is it B two C? Is it B two B? Are they service? Are they software? What does that look like at Sales Assembly?
0: Yeah, typically our our buyers are in the B two B space, though they do range anywhere from you know Series A all the way up to IPO, um, and that's because you can use it for different things. And I've seen this building different companies is that your your needs change throughout time as your company grows. So at first, usually what happens is you don't have an enablement person and all of your training is based on your sales leader, who, by the way, may have been promoted because they were like your best rep. And now you have like six reps. and You're like, oh, let's just promote this the, person. The last
1: man standing.
0: Last man standing, right? So uh, last, last man, woman standing, and they're now your sales leader. Okay. So now they're in charge of sales training, which We don't even know if they've been trained to be a leader, by the way, let alone a trained. Usually not. They're
1: usually a lone wolf high performer.
0: That's right. And by the way, those lone wolf high performers typically have a specific skill set that is not transferable to others or very hard to transfer to others, right? Like you have to sell being yourself as opposed to trying to be somebody else. And uh, I think that's also hard to to wrap your head around. But so now we have this kind of team of, of folks that are trying to teach each other, and that's hard in and of itself. And you're probably not hiring really experienced reps who've been through the, you know, through it all before because you're still growing your team and you don't have the ability, resources, usually money to pay for a rep who's got 10 years of experience and knows how to handle all the object, objections that you're looking, that someone's going to throw their way. So right then and there would be a perfect time, obviously, to supplement some of that training to uh, someone like sales assembly. And then as you grow, um, you'll maybe have one enablement person. But unfortunately, enablement and revenue operations, a lot of these supporting roles are actually trailing indicators. Like we hire them too late um, when we recognize that there's a problem. And usually the problem is we're not getting enough efficiency out of our team. So how do we do that? We add some of these supporting roles um, on, and I would argue that we should hire them significantly earlier, but that's beside the point. That's typically what happens. So now you have like one enablement person, but they're serving 80 to hundred go-to-market team members, which again, it's just not enough. And so, and we can help supplement along the way. So typically the buyer is in that B2B or B2B services adjacent uh, realm. And the reason why that is, is uh, typically you get two things. One is like the content is relevant. Um, If you're, selling uh, financial services, the content would probably still be relevant, but there's kind of usually more uh, use cases that are synonymous to you. And then the folks that you're meeting are in a lot of the same positions that you're in and having the same interactions. And so it helps from a community standpoint to connect with others. But that model, and and we've talked about it, but like that model can expand, right? This is just a principle of bringing people together to learn from different folks with differing opinions. And I think that in general, we talk about Peloton and other ways that that can, that can work at scale. Um, And there's a lot of, of sales trainers out there who do more consulting one-to-one customized training. They're wonderful at what they do. And there's a great place for that as well. Um, But I think you kind of need to just use both in different, different ways.
1: Makes sense. But you, so the best customers that you serve are, are organizations that have the need for efficiency gains in their sales team, right? Right off the bat, right? Like their conversion rates, top of the funnel, bottom of the funnel, middle of the funnel is just off from, from benchmarks, right? Um, and that's that's the, that's the pain point that you serve. But you also mentioned that buyer habits, right? Where it's like well, but mistakes that buyers make, you kind of said it, is that they hire... Uh, or they, they reach out to a company like sales assembly after they have a problem versus before they have, before they have a problem. Right. Which is kind of like, you know, back to an analogy of, of the gym, like it's better to have good form for the beginning than learn bad form for 10 years and then hire a trainer to kind of fix your form. Right. Um, what, what would you say to buyers out there? Like, what is a, what would be a way for you or the industry in general to educate buyers so that they're proactively, Working with training software platforms versus reactively. I know um, it would make your life so, a lot easier. I would,
0: I would take your Yeah. <laughs> great. Inbound leave, Let's do it. Um, but I would take your analogy even a step further. It's like, don't wait for the doctor to tell you that you need to make a lifestyle change because you're a little overweight and you have some health issues. Like make that lifestyle Most, change. Those two packs
1: it. of cigarettes a day are catching the, up. Yeah. To they're you probably not. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Right. Uh, yeah. Shocking.
0: Um, and so I, I would say that you need to build in a culture of learning in general. And this is not sales assembly you know, specific. Like you should have a way that your team is constantly learning. And you and I were talking about LinkedIn. There's you know, a lot of things going on on LinkedIn, but you can find good information there or a blog post, a, a podcast. Like there's plenty of things, plenty of places you can find free information to drive learnings for your team, right? And say, everyone go listen to this podcast put it on 2X and make sure that uh, you know you listen to it before Friday and let's talk about how we can implement some of these things into our sales process. Now, that's very easy in a culture of learning. You can do that for free, right? Sales Assembly would take that the next level and have programming curriculum that you could build off of each other and for every role, and there's you know tons of bells and whistles, but you can do that without joining Sales Assembly. Um, and, and I think I would encourage people to do that. There's a stat out there that says, of employees would stick around longer to a job that is showing that they're investing in learning investing in you. And I think that's really important, especially folks would say, well, right now, you know, who's leaving a job anyway? And and we got, you know, our high high performers, but I actually think now is the time when you should be investing in those people. We have less people, less ability to have turnover. Like if somebody, one of your high performers turns over right now, Um, you're really in a tough spot because you probably already cut back. You probably are already running lean and um, to go find and retrain somebody to be a high performer takes time and ramping as we know. And so investing in your people, showing them that you care about them, their career development is really important. Uh, You should do that with sales assembly. You should do it without sales assembly, but you should make that part of, no, it's back the thing, like,
1: and I appreciate you saying that, right? Because you can go to the gym uh, there's paying membership, or you could do a trainer, right? So the big difference, it's not that it's not that you you it's not that you can't find content and you can't find help. It's that it's just the truth. Like, if it becomes, if you want to have a culture of of always learning and enablement, then stepping it up to you know the the, the paid version is gonna help bring experts in. And I hate saying this, but like when you're by yourself with your friends, you're not. You're like, all right, cool, like. I'm not really, when, once you get some experts involved, they're training you, you kind of like take them seriously and you want to show them that you're learning, right? There's like, if someone yeah. brings in like a top tennis player to play you as a trainer, you're going to be like, okay, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to be running for every ball right now. You know what <laughs> I mean? So it's like, it, it, it's it's a good thing. Cause also like, it, you know, you bring that up too. Like marketplaces, our, our freemium product is information. It's data, right? They can find a sales assembly yeah. and they can, and they can work with you directly through a content. Um, but if they want some help and support, right. And, and us checking in and making sure that they're doing it and help, buying you the right one they can go through a marketplace right so it's kind of similar to that whereas a marketplace that is free right buying is hard right so training content could be free out there having it having it um constantly updated and delivered in a measurable way is is hard if that makes sense you know yeah and i think Um, that that's
0: important because a lot of folks try and always position their product as like it's all or nothing like if you don't buy our product you're going to have none of it and that's just not the truth in a lot of different scenarios i mean even a crm like i can keep my information in a spreadsheet i could do that it wouldn't be as good there would be a lot of value value getting a crm but same thing with the marketplace same thing with training like you can do it um you know and and instill that within your your culture um but then yeah having there's there's a
1: premium and freemium version it's everything right you got got pandora you got ads you got youtube you got ads you pay you don't got ads right so that that makes sense that makes a lot of sense to me um what, what would you say differentiates you guys from some of the sales training platforms out there?
0: I would say the biggest thing is the community and then the variety of training and enablement. And so the community of having all these folks that are able to come in and give their viewpoints. We have peer groups where AEs are meeting with other AEs, heads of sales are meeting with other heads of sales and being able to talk, like you said, about the current situation and what exactly is going on um, and making sure that that's curated, there are a lot of communities out there. There's no question, but because it's attached to learning and development and actually building your skill sets, there's a different talk track that's going on. You're able to actually bring an idea to the community and then come out with actionable next steps. Um, so that would be one. And then yeah, the diversity of of speakers and backgrounds really hard to match um, in being able to have different thought leaders. And uh, the, the last part of that is we do have folks who are learning and development professionals. And I think a lot of folks have put on webinars or other ways to try and train people, but they're one off and they're not thought through in the way that, hey, how is this being delivered? What are the takeaways? How are we gonna make sure it's actionable to drive business results? And that's kind of the key because if something's enjoyable but not actionable, it's just entertainment, right? Like I, I watched something enjoyable on TV last night but that's not going to help me with my business, and so um, there's a difference between I enjoyed that session and I got something out of it that I can actually take and change the way I'm doing things within my business and make it better.
1: Makes sense. How would a guy like me go about getting getting involved in the community? I would, I want to. I want to help out with a lone wolf course. I could teach what it's like to be a lone wolf that executes. Now, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: You're in. Uh, I'll I'll have, in. I want uh, in. I want to Have our speaker, uh, our speaker, uh, the person who books our speakers, uh, hit you up. I want but in. That is the point. Is a lot of folks do have. You know, great experience like yourself who want to share it with others just because they want to get, you know, help others and make sure that that they're helping the community give back. And so we're able to build that roster of, of people that have been in those positions and can really um, make sure that people are getting the right training and that they're building the right skills um, for what they need in their career
1: awesome awesome well look man this is this has been an awesome first episode of this series um anybody listening we have the links to sales assembly below in the comments um but anywhere brad anybody wants to reach out to you guys and and connect with you what's the best way for them to to reach out and extend that olive branch yeah Um,
0: shockingly we're at salesassembly.com so you can go there to to hit us up and then obviously i'm on linkedin brad rosen so feel free to connect Uh, i would love to chat with anybody about this or in general um and thanks for having me on
1: oh my, my pleasure man I, I i love what you guys are doing and uh, we hope to to help people uh find you and 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 get ahead of training before it becomes a problem uh brad thank you for for being the first guest on this specific series have a good one man you too take care all right bye